With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Showtime. Blog Talk Radio. It's the Late Show with Francie Weatherman. Wow. And recorded them. 
So there oh, that's it is. awesome right there. <laughs> yes. Yes. Wow. And it's still, it is still played. It is still beloved by many, many. I remember in the 80s uh, when I was roller skating, it was always played at the roller rink uh, around Christmas time because everybody had to have it. All right, a couple of show announcements. Tonight we have got Joey Ruiz live with us. We're going to talk a lot to Joey. He's doing a great cause. We want to talk about that and a bunch of other things with him. Uh, on the 12th, we've got author, mm, Chop House, Mr. Terry Horns will be here. And then on the 19th, we will have Paul Eubanks. Uh, we did decide on the 26th that is going to be the day after Christmas. We're kind of like, let's take a day off. Yeah, but maybe we might make, you know, you know what, guys, what about this? How about if somewhere right before Christmas, we do a Francie and Friends holiday special? Okay, that we can cool. do. Yep. Yeah, we can get we can get Santa Claus himself, Mr. Salazard, to wish everybody a Merry Christmas again. That was great. Or maybe we can it's, actually get the real Santa. We'll see. That'd be better. I want, I want to win the Powerball ticket. <laughs> so we all. Is that, <laughs> yeah. is, it, is, is that all you want for Christmas? Is the power to win the Powerball? Uh, I prefer a bestseller, a national bestseller, but you know. It's, oh, that, well, let's yeah. face it. That's <laughs> okay. the Powerball right there. That's the true yeah, Powerball. That is right there. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, we we just uh, hope for the best. I mean. Uh, you know, think of it like this. If Fleetwood Mac can reunite and go on tour, anything's possible. Uh-huh. <laughs> did you actually say Fleetwood Mac, Will? <laughs> I sure did, Billy. Well, honestly, I, that, that kind of took me back a second, too. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, you went back old school. You said Fleetwood Mac. I'm like, holy cow. Like, All right, yeah, let's do it. That's older than the Christmas dogs right there. Okay, and then also on uh, January the 9th, you guys uh, made it very known on the show uh, last Sunday night that you want Corey Davis back on January the 9th. It wasn't, there was really no discussion with Corey. It's not, I might be busy that night. It's like, no, you'll be here. So Corey Corey Davis is uh, going to be back on popular demand, and you guys—I've never heard you guys do that before. It's just like, yeah, you got to come back, and you guys were like, no, January the ninth. Yeah, I think that took. He's like, oh, okay, all right. So yeah, we'll we'll get together, and uh, Joey, if you would like to call in for our Christmas special, also. We'll get uh, nice, multiple nice. people calling in, and we'll we'll do a uh, let's say on the twenty second. Let's do a Christmas okay. special. Okay. Sound good? Yeah, we'll play good. Christmas music. We'll drink eggnog. We'll uh, roast some chestnuts by an open fire. But right now we got Mr. Nicholas Grabowski with the owner and CEO of Black Betsy Books, who is our sponsor here on Friends and Friends, Nick. Any cool announcements? Uh, uh, as a matter of fact, uh, I'm uh, working on stuff right now, 
trying to get out by tonight. Uh, Fred Weehy's um, hardcover special anniversary edition hardcover of Holiday Madness from like what was it 2013, 2012, 2010 that I first published it. It, it. Was, it was 2010 because I remember that that was the first book that you were working on when you and I started dating. You were my boyfriend. Oh, yeah. One of them. <laughs> anyway, yeah. There we go. Yeah. Black Bedsheet uh, Books actually was founded in 2008. And uh, and then I was interviewed on Francie's show back uh, at about 2009 and uh, talked about Black Bedsheet Books that I just started back then and my own stuff. Um, and uh, And... It's funny because things worked out where uh, where Francie and I just got like a little thing going on, and I went to South Carolina and brought her back here. <laughs> so that's goes back many moons, and it's uh, uh, and you know that's uh, the beginning of Black Betsy Books around then, and the beginning of Francie and Friends show. But um, but yeah, and Fred Weehy, um and I could probably name about seven or eight authors that uh, Harold from back then that are still with me right now, probably even more than that. But Fred, um, his Holiday Madness, uh, the original book, is now out in uh, in exclusive hardcover. It's our first official Black Bedsheet Books hardcover. Um, and also it's a double whammy because uh, his, his book Fright House, that came out a um, little after that time, but with another publisher. Um, uh, we It's a, a brand spanking new, and oh my gosh, the cover that his son did for it is amazing. That is out now, too, so it's a Fred Weehy double whammy with Fright House and the hardcover of Holiday Madness. Speaking of hardcovers... I am finishing tonight. Um, actually, I, I just pulled it up uh, be, right before Francie um, introduced me uh, tonight. But um, The Price of Fear, Vincent Price's book by Joel Eisner and Vincent Price. Uh, Vincent Price actually physically was a part of this book, and he expected it to come out, and he passed away. So... And uh, and Joel Eisner, God bless his soul, after a while, he just couldn't get any publishers to, like, um, be interested in that book until he came to me. And I couldn't believe the reasons why. Because so, uh, new generations, uh, the, the new generations don't, never heard of Vincent Price, who's he? Oh, he's the guy from <laughs> Edward Scissorhands. So, you know, so uh, I just, it fell in my lap, and and uh, now we're coming out with a special hardcover edition of that, and also a um, couple of new things, like where um, we uh, just last week initiated our special horror classics line, which started with uh, Carmela, uh, the original English vampire story that predates Dracula, but also, we're coming out with, within the next week, 
Mary Shelley's Frankenstein with a special introduction by Raina Young. And speaking of Raina Young, we're coming out with Slasher Girl, her newest adult novel um, uh, before Christmas. And we're coming out with, of course, and if Chuck Chapman is listening, yes, I'm working on your book, too. Before Christmas, we're going to get that out. Um so uh, all kinds of things are going on here at Black Magic Books, as they usually are. Uh, we're still even taking down Halloween stuff from our big, like, um, oh, how many people did we have? Like 700? And I gave away, yeah. like, so many books. Yeah, so, you know, it's uh, all kinds of stuff. I could go on and on and on. But even though I'm the sponsor, it ain't my show. It's Francie, and I don't want to take any... More time because because we have a great special guest. Yes, we do. I'm I'm excited about this, ladies and gentlemen. Without further ado, the man of the hour, Joey Ruiz. How are you doing? I'm doing good, guys. How are you guys doing over there? Well, oh, man. Doing good. Doing good. You're a friend I of love, I love it. <laughs> I love it. Yes. Yes. Uh, I was so like another night night here, guys. Oh, definitely, <laughs> definitely, man. We've been having fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Joey, you got a really cool uh, uh, store that's going on. I've seen photos. William is showing photos inside, and believe it or not, I even yelped your store, dude. Oh, everybody nice, loves nice. your store. Oh <laughs> um, you, yeah, you know what? I, Six years, I've been, you know, you know how we all go to stores, and, you know, I was looking for the right kind of store to create for people to come and visit and to just enjoy a lot of memorabilia, like for collectors, for uh, preserving a lot of the history that, unfortunately, a lot of kids today are losing the fun fact of being a kid or even a, a young adult in the collecting world, you know? Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I, I hate to say it, I've never been a collector. If like I had the uh I had a numbered Blues Brothers, two both of okay. them. They were both okay. numbered. And of course I was the kid well, I was I was an adult at the time. I guess I was a kid considering how old I am now. But I right. was the kid that took them out of the box that was numbered and said, I just wanna hold them. <laughs> I mean, you have those kind of collectors. You got to remember, you got two sets of collectors. You have the box collectors, which they leave them in a box and they preserve it, you know, for the, you know, the gratification of saying the collecting world to be more valuable. And then you have the people like myself that unbox that want to enjoy it, you know, enjoy putting in display cabinets. Now you could be a collector of all sorts. You could be a book collector. Um, you could be a horror collector. You could be a comic book collector. You could be a coin collector. But the concept is is that when we created Way Back When, we wanted a place that anybody could come into our store, and if they're into coins, stamps, if they're into horror, if they're into toys, comics, if they're into sports, military, we wanted that one-stop shop, and uh, we actually succeeded. It took us a while to figure it out, but you know what? At the end, with my um, – my fiance Nilda, we actually had fun um, creating a world of an imagination that we are actually slowly losing with technology today. So that's why we created way back when. Yeah, I mean, 
I, I, I always uh, I, I always describe the store as uh, you know anybody that walks in there is one the golden ticket and here's Willy Wonka. I that mean, is correct. We are the Willy Wonka of collector's world. <laughs> now, when you when, like when you walk into the edible room and he opens up the door and it's come with me and you'll be you and see. the look on like <gasps> in but a you, world. You gotta, of, Imagination, you know, that's the whole thing. Yes. It's the imagination part. And you know what? Um, we're still learning and we're still growing. And the benefit is that, like for ourselves, we don't just look at our store as a selling tool. We also look at a at our store as a collector to a collector. So you feel welcome when you walk through those doors. And you could be that, like I was when I was in high school, that geek, that nerd. And now nerds are loved. And you know what? Now we're controlling – uh, an, a, an environment now for all collectors to come in. So you just have to appreciate the the kind of stuff. I always tell people when they come in a store, just imagine the the experience of walking in and saying, "Hey, I remember that. I had that." Or family and yeah. friends are not with us. That's oh, right. Ahead. I yep. love it. You know. Yeah, yeah it's kind of like. I, I guess that would be like you're watching the uh, YouTube videos and you're like, like the old commercials and you're like, oh my gosh, I remember that. Oh. Yeah. And that's, that's what you want to do. You want to remember. Exactly. And you're just like, yeah, I remember no, no. sitting in my front living room and watching that commercial. You know, yeah, it it brings back memories and I think that's great. You can still and even remember what, a smell, like a smell that was in the room. <laughs> well, listen, you know what? The fun fact is is that when you come into our store, we we have a concept in our store that anybody who is a collector or if they want to get something appraised, we have you have an ability to bring it to our store uh, and we will sit take the time with you to actually review your item. We actually buy, we sell and the benefit of our store is we barter and trade. There's not a lot of stores out there that does that. We actually barter and trade. That's how we can bring in new inventory, and we can make things look different as people continue coming back to our store. It's, a, it's, like, oh, yeah. it's like you walk in, it's like, what else do you have new today? And that's the benefit oh. of our store. I mean, if you look at it, you follow us on Instagram, you can follow us on Facebook, Mark, you can see, you can see the concept is, is that – you will have a smile. You'll be treated with um, respect as a collector. You don't have to worry about it. You don't have to hide. And, you know, when, when you walk through those doors, just like you say, leave the nonsense outside. Let's have fun. Bring in your stuff. Let's have bartering. Let's trade. And let's, let's have fun. That, that was yep. actually one of your Yelp reviews. A guy did uh, on Yelp did say, Oh my gosh! Uh, the owner treated me with respect, and he had great knowledge of everything that was in his store. So, man, you get—that's awesome. Yeah, and then we have a great team. So, not only do we have—we have five people at that way back when. We, of course, we have Nilda. She is our our Star Wars to horror fanatic, fan, and collector. We have from Dell, who is a. Believe it or not, Mattel, Hasbro, from Barbie dolls to Funko Pops, and then we have David, who's into the the um, the sports, into toys. Everybody has a area 
of their own expertise. And we're still learning. Let me tell you something. When people come in the store, we're still learning about things that we, we don't know. We don't know everything, but we love to just understand the knowledge when people bring in their collection. And that's the best thing about it. You're bringing into a world that appreciates your collection, big or small. It's still a collection. So we treat everybody with the same respect as you want to be treated. I had a a dealer friend here in Michigan tell me that just to give you a, it might not be younger people, but we, he says the soul of man doesn't age. So when we get about 35, 40, 45, middle-aged, we go back to buying what we had that we enjoyed as kids. What we collected or what we had. Do you find most of your, your clients or customers are middle-aged men? Oh, middle-aged men and women. You can't and forget I, our I, women I mean, out there. There is collectors out yeah. there, women. So mm-hmm. you got it. From the ages of 28 to 50, I've noticed that a lot of people are getting back what they remember. If you were a mm-hmm. comic book collector, if you were a coin collector, I even have a lot of women that come back into the store, and believe it or not, they are uh, figure collectors. They have Star Wars. They have He-Man, Transformers. Um, you have uh, women that come in our store that are sideshow pieces, hot toys, which is characters of uh, large scales. And you know what? They will outshine some of these men today. You know, it, it's fascinating as you can see that women are now more involved in the collecting world, you know? Oh. And I love that's it. That's good. That's a good sign. You're looking at everybody coming in. So that's a fantastic sign that you're saying, hey, it's not just a, a boy's toy or a man's toy. You got some serious women collectors out there. And I'll give it up for my girlfriend. Um, she is probably one of the biggest collectors out there in the hot toys. And you're talking about sideshow pieces from horror to Star Wars, lightsabers. You know, her collection, uh, she has over 10 cabinets full. And, you know, you look at it, and you're just amazed by the different content that she has. And, you know, I'm very proud because, you know what, I, that, I love it, you know. And, you know, as a partner in a team, we're trying to bring that out to couples today. You know, we look at technology today. We're always on the phone constantly. We're always playing our iPad. Our kids today are doing video games. And that's the thing that we forgot. As we get older, we tend to forget. And you know what? As we get older, we want to remember what we lost or what we had. Uh-huh. You know, that's the whole concept way back when. So what we enjoyed yeah, as I, a kid, you know, what we enjoyed as yeah. a youth. Yeah, I was we a did. Yeah, card collector and comic book collector, and you know, it was like, yeah, I collected more than one thing. So that's it. That's it. Like me, I'm the, I'm a as big collector I. at home right now. Seventies, eighties toys, eighties and nineties. So if you come to my home, you will see. From Nintendo to Atari to Star Wars to horror. I love universal monsters. Like, we tend to forget that today from Creature from the Black Lagoon, uh, Boris Karloff, Melagosi. You forget about uh, Lon Chaney Sr., Lon Chaney Jr. You forget about the werewolf because the concept is that that was unique. And now they're getting very, very popular again and very valuable. So now everybody has been collecting the last two years since this pandemic. Mhm. Oh yeah. So that's and, and, and I love it. Just love it. Yeah. And, <laughs> I, I'm always surprised. Um, what one of the main things that you see when you walk into Joey's shop? It's uh, it, it's almost like its own personal landmark. It's a wall plaque devoted to Frankenstein. And yes. Oh wow. 
and that's such a and it's, and it's the full likeness of Carlos. So yeah, you tell it's from from the Universal collection. That's correct. It's cool. a Universal monster. Um, the piece is actually four and a half feet long by thirty thirty two inches wide, and it's the actual human sculpt of Frankenstein. And it was from nineteen ninety one. They only made a limited of ninety five hundred. But it's not about the Frankenstein. It's what beneath the Frankenstein piece, which is a landmark for me because um, it's a signed autograph of Boris Karloff himself and has the two Polaroid pictures from 1952. So it still has wow. those pictures there. And you know what? Everybody's always asked me, you know, God forbid something happens in a store. What was the first thing I'll take? And Will knows this. It's going to be my Frankenstein. Yep. I will run with my yeah. Frankenstein out the door. I tell people that all the time. I mean, I I kid you not. As often as I'm in the shop, I have seen people offer three to sometimes even four to seven digits, and the yeah. answer is always no. <laughs> no. You, uh, if you come into my store, there's a rule, and I, you know I I hate to tell people that rule because they get a little upset because they always think that everything's for sale in my store. Anything that is on my walls is for preserving the history. So I have a wall collection all the way into the whole store. It's over 2,000 square feet, and anything on the walls are not for sale. Not. I don't care how much money people have. It's preserving the history. So I want these people to walk in and just say, wow, ah, like a little mini museum. So people every day will can tell you they'll throw money at me, and I'm smiling at them, and it's not about the money. It's not. It's about preserving the history and collectibles. And showing your kids, hey, there's something different besides being on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. I love that, it. That, yeah, that, I love is, it. I love it so that man, I wish that should be the logo of this. <laughs> that should be the logo of the millennials. Like, there's more to life than your phone. Than being on the phone. That, you know. Oh. Yeah, I I definitely I I definitely like applauded on the inside when you said that because yeah you know, I love me, it. I love it. <laughs> yeah, that now, that that's now, cool. now now Joey, I I do want to bring up one thing because huh? you know it's not to throw you under the bus, but I it's just not no, because it's all about entertainment, and I still laugh about it to this day. Okay. How about how about would you mind sharing about the time that uh, you learned the hard way that Barry Gibb was in the Bee Gees when he came into the store? Oh my God! So um, he came into our store. So we had a situation. So he came into our store. This is going back, and um, um, you got to remember, you know, people change. Their parents change, and. Um, the problem that what I had was when I met him, oh, I didn't know who he was, first of all. And when he was trying to buy something for me, um, he goes, do you know who I am? And I said, no, I don't. And he goes, the record's right there. I said, I got millions of records. So I don't know what he was talking about. And then we found out he was, you know, one of the VGs. And I was like, holy cow. But the same thing concept. I have plenty of um, celebrities that do walk into our store from wrestlers, from the WWE. We had from um, – um, rock and roll um, um, artists that walked in. Um, you had from celebrity guests, from you know Angel Salazar to um, all these celebrities walking in. But you got to remember, I'm not starstruck. So you know what? I treat everybody with the same respect, like if it's me, if it's Will walking into the store, 
you know, we give the benefit, you know, we, we're not like, oh, wow, you know, bow down. But, you know, sometimes yeah. it, it's, just, it's just unique when you get some of these celebrities, artists, rappers that walk in, the wrestlers, and I don't make any big fun about it. But you know what? It's funny that, you know, this person came in and he wanted something off the wall. It was one of my guitars. And um, I said no to him. And he goes, you know, I could buy the whole store. And I said, no. I told him straight out, no. I said, nobody's going to buy my store because it's not for sale. So, <laughs> so, yeah, I'm you know, nice. But, but yeah. he, you know, he, he, was a, he was a nice gentleman. He walked in. He was pleasant to work with. He did buy a couple of um, antiques. But at the same time, it's an experience that when you walk into way back when, we just want to make you guys feel comfortable and enjoy what we forgot. And that's the whole concept of way back when. It's not always about the money, the dollar figure, like how some stores are. We take pride when people walk into our store. Uh, we love the idea when people say, wow, everything's so neat. It's clean. It's straightened for something being 100 years old as antiques. It's 75 years old for vintage. And a lot of people get miscued on that one saying 75 years. But people think antiques and vintage are 20 years old. And I said, no, yeah. that's not how it works in the real world, you know. I mean, I'm 48 <laughs> years old. That means I'm antique? No, it's not, you know. But <laughs> it's, funny. it's funny to see people walk into the store and just say, wow, where do you guys get all this stuff? And you know what I say to them? It's from you guys. As a collector to a collector, it's the bartering. It's the trading. It's changing the store atmosphere inside. And you know what? Like I did with Will today, and Will could tell you, Will is a huge collector in Titanic. I bought something from Will, and I put it on display, and I loved it. It's on my store. That means it's on the wall, and it's never going to be for sale. I buy things from people. That's the best thing. And it looks great up there. I, I saw the picture. It looks fantastic, and I had a lot of people acknowledge it. And then what I do is I said, well, this gentleman also sells as well, and I'll pass on Will's number. You know, if he allows me to, I give it to him, and he goes and makes the contact. And that's the benefit. It's networking. So we network with everybody that walks in. And if anybody who's selling, they have a comfortable place to bring their items at our store because we have a table there. And, you know, we have a lot of seniors are selling, you know, you know, they're selling their collections. They're getting older. And, you know, they have a place that's comfortable that we're there for them. So they don't have to be fear in having somebody come to their house or something happens. They come to the store. Yeah. They bring their items. And then, you know, they sell and they have us there. And sometimes it works in our benefits, too, because if the person doesn't show up, we get to see what they have, and they have the opportunity to sell it to us as well. Nice. And, oh, yeah, yeah. And we have a one-way street. That's good. Yeah. You find being a collector yourself helps, uh, um, uh, helps your store out, being a collector yourself, I mean, with the uh, customers? Yes. Yes, it does, because as a collector, you know, in my home um, – it shows that I am them as well. Uh, and when you walk into our store, um, we want to be fr- – we, we actually, when people walk into our store, we want to make sure you come back. So we are right, we're right there talking about our collection, their collection. And you know what? It opens the door, and it's more comfortable as a collector to a collector. Instead of being a business owner to a collector that's selling their items, it's a lot easier to say, hey, I'm a collector too. And once you say you're a collector, the kind of um, experience you have as a collector to collector versus a business owner to a collector, it's totally different because I can actually acknowledge what they have. I can feel what they are passionate about. So everything goes into place. So when you go to way back when in Margate, 
notice that a lot of seniors, we have a lot of young uh, uh, adults there, as well as children, and they feel more yep. comfortable saying, I like this. This is awesome, you know? You know you like don't forget about your sports memorabilia. Oh, my sports memorabilia, is, oh, it's crazy. Um, we are a huge sports memorabilia in our store. We collect from 1900 to 1960s. So if you want a Ty Cobb, if you want a Cy Young, even an autographed Babe Ruth that is actually COA by Beckett, we have autographs. Yeah, we have cool. all kinds of sports, from basketball, what? NFL, to MLB, everything. Let me ask you this, because it's like talking about Babe Ruth, a Babe Ruth <laughs> signature. How de- I mean, it's got to be hard to determine. Wait, is this somebody that practices handwriting? And how is it hard to authenticate stuff like that? No, not not now. I mean, right now in the world of authenticity and autographs. I mean, don't get me wrong. Thirty years ago, we didn't have JSA, which is the largest one of the largest um, authenticity in the market right now in the United States. You also have PSA that does a sports cards grading system. So yep. you could bring a Babe Ruth in. And I tell people this all the time. Yes, Babe Ruth's autograph can be anywhere from a three-digit to a four-digit to a five-digit kind of number. But if you don't have a JSA or authenticity, and if you don't get that authenticity on it and – it's not going to give you the same kind of value. Plus, it's a Babe Ruth. You want to get it authenticated. You want to make sure it's yeah, real that's... because you're, you want to sell it. So we have, we have a place that we do send it out to, and, or we'll tell them where to go, and they will right there and then tell you if that autograph is real. And you know what? Unfortunately, oh, wow. we do see a lot of fakes. We see a lot of fakes out in the market. Mm-hmm. If, you don't have a, if you don't have a JSA or authenticity – we don't take it in. We're not going to give $5,000, $10,000 for an autograph that doesn't have any kind of LOA, which is a letter of authenticity or something that stands by the autograph. Because you talk about Babe Ruth. You talk about a person that passed away in the 1930s. You get it? So we're in yeah. 2020, yeah. 2021. So I see that every day. We get people in here that tell me Ty Cobb autographs. We have from Mickey Mantle, Joe DiMaggio. We have from Cy Young. Um, you get all these autographs, even from rock and roll memorabilia, Michael Jackson, Paul McCartney, John Lennon. We have um, the Kiss, all of the Kiss. You know, we, we get these autographs, but we get them authenticated. So when you come to our store, there is a letter of authenticity that shows that is a real autograph. You're not buying anything that's bootleg, anything that's fake. Yeah, because yeah, um, I, I did – yeah, I'm, I'm not comparing you to, like, Pawn Stars, but that was something that they talked about, that a couple of times the autographs were not authentic, and they actually did right. shell out money, and it's like, crap, yeah. why did yeah. I do that? You know, so, you know, I, I, I was wondering about that, it, it, you know. Well, people do that to us, too. They compare us to Ponstar. I mean, we, I, I, no, no lie, and Will can tell you, we get so many characters in our store that we can actually make a series out of it. It's unique well, who walks through those doors like the people. And you I, know I what? Was actually, I was actually thinking about that, that you should, like, <laughs> do, like, a, uh, do a video and post it on YouTube. You know, get started there. That well, you should do that. Well, believe it or not, he's got a few clips um, on, on his page. Like, 
I think probably one of the best ones is still probably a couple years back, but the guy that uh, you know tried to sell you the empty Star Wars box that you uh, yeah. actually made him buy it back. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, everybody knows. You know, sometimes you know you get people in there, and you know they could get you know a little frustrated, and you know we try to do as much as we can to educate. So when the people come in with the, with some items and um, they want a million dollars or they want ten thousand dollars for an item, um, we tell them. You know, we actually educate everybody that walks in. You know. Do your research before you come into our store. We all have the same yep. technology. We all have the same communications with our cell phones, laptops, today, computers. Do your research. Look at what the value is going for. If you want, use a platform like eBay. If you have eBay, go with what they sell for and what's completed sales. We tell these people all the time because it's kind of frustrating for them when they walk in and they bring something that's unique and we never we never just we never say anything negative about what they bring in but sometimes when they say there's an item that's worth $200 that they saw on eBay but they don't go further into it by saying okay it's, they're asking $200 but it actually sold for $50 so they don't see it that way they always see the they always see the high marks on everything exactly yeah but it shows too yeah Nick been selling stuff on eBay so yeah, I get it. Nick, yeah, he's, you know, yeah, he's asking this, and he's selling it for this, because people are like, hello, can you drop it just a little bit? <laughs> so, well, yeah, yeah, but you got to remember, you know, Nick might have a fantastic collection, so the question is, it's getting harder. So if, if, if Nick's into autographs or is into comics or anything, you got to remember, you're looking at comic books, have surplus in the last two years. Sports memorabilia have went up. Collectible coins have went up. Anything valuable right now from video games have went up. This pandemic has caused a collectible frenzy that caused the market to change almost 60% what it was three to five years ago. So everybody oh, is yeah. now a flipper, a dealer, or a scalper. And unfortunately, you know what? It's getting harder and harder even for people who are true collectors to buy what they love because now there's a market for everything. You get it? It's too much. Oh. That's how it works. Oh, wow. It's a market. Nick, it's a big market. You better, yeah. you better listen to that. Yeah, he's, yeah he's you need to look at right it. Like, I, like right now, what's the hottest movie coming out in December right now? And you're probably aware of. What's the hottest movie? It's it, Spider-Man. It, Amazing Spider-Man. Oh, Spider-Man. yeah. Anticipation. So Spider-Man comic books regardless of what year, has went up double and triple in value. So now if you have the first single digits of this amazing Spider-Man from 1967 to 69, you're having a Spider-Man uh, books that are going ridiculous. Amazing Spider-Man, I bought that comic book, to give you an idea, <coughs> three years ago for 900 And that's a low grade. Now wow. a low grade is between 2500 to four grand. Yeah. What, Nick? <laughs> Nick has a Spider-Man comic book around here somewhere that's still in plastic. Yeah, so, you know, he might have some money. Nick might have some money there that's a single-digit comic book from the 60s that is comparable today. And now you have Todd McFarlane out there right now that's destroying the market, which is fantastic, with his DC multiverse, with his comic books of Spawn. He's coming out with a new movie of Spawn. You know, he is like the next Stan Lee that we know of right now. Wow. Yeah. I'm, yeah. yeah. So you, you, you know, without a doubt, get ready because uh, 
you know, we're going to probably see an influx of spawn going going into those doors soon. Well, yeah, it's already mm. happening. People are coming in. It's already happening. Yeah. They're looking for spawn. So any kind of comic book right now from Tom McFarlane, even when Tom McFarlane was with Marvel doing uh, the early editions of Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man, all his comic books have went up in value. He is the hottest thing right now in the comic book industry. And if you go to Comic-Con, if you go to Collectible Con, he is hot right now. He is right now. He's he's right now making a brand. He is doing what Stan Lee, unfortunately, has done, and now we have a new person that's taking over his uh, reign now as a kingdom. You know. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it's changed. The market has changed in the last five years. So it's happening. <laughs> but I mean, now even with the uh, with the change in the market, there is one one concept that you actually do. More times than not, and I find it to be so admirable just because no other business does that, and that's where you can actually, you'll can actually do a flip of the coin for negotiating oh. on the price. And yeah. I love it. So, you know, yeah. you got to make it entertainment when people come into our store. So this is what I do. I, I see a lot of people who love our stuff, and they, they will always like to barter with me. So I said, let's just toss them a coin. We'll take a coin. It's a 50 50 10. You want it at this price? We want it at that price, you know? And um, if they win, they get their price. See, the benefit of way back when is, is that there is no third party in our store. Everything in that store is belongs to way back when. That means there is no third party licenses. Everything that is, we have over 10,000 pieces, and everything in that store. I can actually negotiate, barter, and trade. There is no paying this third party uh, monthly on inventory that comes in like other stores. So everything in that store belongs to us. That's the benefit. Nice. We have that power. (laughs) And and you also share it, too, by by being supportive of local artists and authors, which – you know, like, like I said, that's one of the reasons I've, I've always stood behind the store. Is Yeah, cool. and I believe in that to this day. Like, you know, there's a lot of businesses out there right now that will charge the local communities, uh, collectors, uh, the mom-and-pop tables vending. And usually when they do that, it's kind of hard driving because uh, way back when, we don't believe in that. We don't believe in uh, making money off of people like that. What we do is when we do an event at way back when, we select – uh, 10 vendors that want to participate. You bring your table. We network from each other. To me, a person that is mobile is a business and is a collector, and we actually do it together. You network off of us. We network off of you. Um, you bring your table. We, we put you in front of our store because we want to make sure that when the people come to our store, they're going to hit them first before they walk into our doors because we are mobile. We're set. So we want to make sure that the community knows hey, these are our residents or our fellow city members of other cities that want to have fun selling. So way back when, I made it clear that we do not charge for any vending tables. And I, you know what? I hope other businesses will start doing that. And you know what? People can work together, and you can see the difference in the, the atmosphere. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, it, it, it's amazing because uh, you know, just watching the buildup over the past years has been phenomenal. And, oh, I love it, you know, dude. I love it. You know, I love it. You know, can't I can't say no to I that, was, you know? 
No, I, I'm I'm just a biased customer more than anything else, but that's yeah. you know. <laughs> but the benefit well, of it is that, that once you you could look at us up in our platforms, the Facebook, way back when antiques collectibles. You could look at our Instagram, WBW Antiques. It gives you that opportunity to know that we're that one-stop shop. So if you're into everything, antiques, horror, sports, memorabilia, records, albums, A-tracks, video games, Funko Pops, you have a comic book store all in one. And it, the benefit of it is that is that I guarantee if you ever walk through our store, you will be with us for a couple hours because there is so much to see. And on top of yep. it, You'll come back again and say, did you have that? And we'll say, yeah, it's always been there. It's mind-boggling when you have to look up and down. And that's what we want. We want you to stay and understand that, hey, look it. This is all what happens between generations after generations and generations. We have pieces there that's going back to as low as the 1800s and as high as the 1990s. Wow. Man, that's not about it. I wish I could be in Florida right now. Honestly. <laughs> well, we love, it. Man, we love it. Well, you need to come yeah, to Florida. Too. You got to have some sun. Yeah. It's beautiful weather. It's 80 degrees. You'll enjoy the Christmas holidays here. Yeah. You yeah, know, I, yeah, I, I, was, I was actually Michigan. born in Sanford. Oh, Sanford's not that far. I was like a, it's up north. Yep. Yeah. yeah right near Orlando area. Yeah. Yep, right outside of Orlando. I I went to go visit it when I was 18. My, uh, we moved when I was uh, like, well, I know I was in kindergarten in Florida. My younger <laughs> brother was born in North Carolina, so okay. he's a couple years. So yeah, I man, dang it. Uh, <laughs> the shop actually sounds really cool, and I've seen photos of the inside and your Yelp reviews are through the roof, like. Oh, yeah. I mean, I love it, you know, and we take pride on that. So every time, good or bad, you know, we, you know, we get a lot of people out there that, you know, they look at us. But our reviews are really good. We're at 4.9 in the um, Google, if you search us up. Um, We take pride on our reviews. We actually respond back within a couple hours. Uh, we always ask for suggestions, you know, and a lot of people give us lovely suggestions. Like, we help the community out. Thanksgiving, we're always there supportive for our community, our schools. On top of that, we give back to the city. I'm also on the board of adjustments on, in, the state, in the city of Margate. So we always want to look and thrive what we could do better for our community. It's what we have, yeah, you, know, you know. This is our city. So we, we want to give back. At the same time, we also want to show that, hey, we are – a store of the people, you know, and I look at that way. This is us, you know, and we, we love it. We love it. We've been doing this and I hope we continue to grow and to a point that we're working on our own building uh, for at least 10,000 square feet. So it'll be just wow. amazing store. Yeah. That's what we want to do. Damn. That's a big store. So get ready. Way back when it's going to go further than people think, you know, we want to be that next step. So, uh, we want to bring back the uh, auction houses like they did back in the, the 70s and 80s and the early 90s before they just started disappearing in 2000. We want to be that one-stop shop for your barters and trade and, uh, and use the social media platform. And that's what we, we tell people today. Use your social media platform. You have YouTube. You have Instagram. You have other platforms that you can use. 
use it because that's the opportunity to open the doors for other nat- um, other states and cities around you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and one, thing, one thing I think is really awesome, and William brought this up to me because William brags about you all the time, uh, by the way. Which I, yes, I do. <laughs> he does sing your praises. <laughs> he, he, he really does. Um, you're, you're going to do a toy drive. Yes, we are doing a toy drive. Uh, this one is very close to my heart. Um, a quick background. <clears throat> my son is now 16 years old. Uh, he was premature. He was uh, born in 2005 at a great hospital in South Florida and Hollywood called Joe DiMaggio Hospital. So my girlfriend and I decided to do uh, Toys for Tots, um, bringing toys to the kids that are there now that are, you know, they're, you know what, I don't look at the kids that's sick. I look at the kids that they're, they're taking time to get better, and we were providing for, for the community to get involved, and we're doing a successful job that we are giving back to the, the hospital for Joe DiMaggio. And these are toys for Todd. These are toys. Uh, you can bring it into way back when, an un- unwrapped gift. We will do a 15% off on any purchase in our store. We would take that donation and send it back to Joe DiMaggio. <laughs> nice. So we, yeah, so we give it back That's to our community. Awesome. And, and, I, like, I like to hear about things like that, you know, and – and cool. it, it definitely yeah. also sounds like you, like you're a nice guy. I am, you know. And, you know, fortunately, you know, I'm a good guy. But you know what? We we just wanted to share. You know, we're giving back. You know, and I, I, you know, as growing up in the late '70s, early '80s, you know, my father worked hard. I saw him struggle. There was four brothers, and you know what? We didn't get everything, you know. But at the same time, we had a good foundation. We had a great family, and we still do to this day. But um, I always promise myself when I get to that next level that definitely I will be there for my kids. They remember. And then on top of it, to show them you can give back and you can work for a nice community and you can have fun at the same time. Yeah, I definitely know what you're saying. In fact, you know, I grew up, my mom, she was a single mom. She finally mm-hmm. met her second husband when she, I was 14. And, you know, when I was about 10 years old, I asked my mom, I was like, are we rich? And my older brother says, Francie, we're, we're poor in dirt. But yeah. I never knew that we were poor because my mom, she always kept us in the same. That's right. Always watch over and us. I had, I had no idea we were poor because my mom never let us know that we were poor. You know, so yeah, you know, I, I, I get what you're saying with that. Yeah, you know, everybody has their struggles. Everybody has their, their you know, it's hard, you know. Get me, don't get me wrong. This pandemic has hurt a lot of families, and a lot of families lost their jobs and, you know, a lot of business, especially the small small business like myself. I've seen a lot of good friends come and go that's been in business for 15, 30 years. And, and wow. especially the market that I'm in, so from antiques to collectibles, you've got to remember, this is secondhand goods. And a lot of people look at secondhand goods as that it's great, but they always consider it as like thrift store finds or, or a garage sale finds. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly 
But damn it, you know what? I love the thrift store finds. I love the oh, finds. I love it too. <laughs> I'm, I'm always man. there. I'm always at Goodwill. Yeah, I'm there. <laughs> yeah, oh, he man. sure is. <laughs> I, Listen, I love Goodwill. Where you're from, you guys got a lot of great stuff over there. I follow all you guys over there. Let me tell you something. You guys have a hell of a find over there. So you guys got some great mom and pop thrift stores over there. A lot of collectible comic toy stores over there that are secondhand goods. And let me tell you, don't knock on those secondhand goods because guess Hell what? Hell no, it's coming I, back. I love them. I love I, them. I listen too. to myself. I get a new job and I have to buy, like, uh, wear a certain kind of pair of pants. Dude, I'm not going to JCPenney's or the Limited or Gap. I'm going to the freaking Goodwill, man. That's Dude, where I'm going. <laughs> I love it. I get it. I'm the same way like you. I go over there. I'm not afraid. And look, it's the benefit I taught my kids, my 14 and my 16-year-old. Uh, it's not nothing wrong going to a Goodwill. You get some nice Nike Air Jordans, and let me tell you something, yeah! buying it for $20, you get yeah! some nice stuff out there. Yeah, like, anyway. I, I, I love the Goodwill, man. But taking that part one step further... Since you since you had brought that up, I think that's the other great thing that you're doing is, you know, I, I remember when Christopher was was selling those shoes uh, that he found at the thrift shop, and you were teaching him the value of of building a business and how to, how to run a business. And that's so that's, my kids are always involved. So the benefit is that they're knowing now. So you know, don't get me wrong. I mean, my son is 14 and. He bought some shoes from thrift stores, and he's selling on OfferUp. He's selling on eBay. He's selling on Facebook Market. And that's the, the uniqueness of the technology. So you got some good with the bad. So here's the thing. Kids today have a better opportunity than what we had for a social platform to sell shoes. Now, you got to be careful because, you know, as, as the kids are young and minors, there's always should be an adult supervision there as well because you're also selling online. And you want to make sure that you're there with your, your son or daughter to make sure everything goes secure. You get it? So you don't want them to run off and sell something and you don't know what's going on. You always want to be there, talk to them. If they sell something, you want to have uh, supervised vision. You know, you got to be there with your kids and tell them, you know. Most definitely. Exactly. Yeah. But I love it. So that's the whole benefit of way back when. And you guys can follow us on Instagram. You can follow us on Facebook. You can see the benefits. We barter, we trade, we sell, we buy from different states, different cities. So you got it. We want it. If you want it, we got it. That's the benefit that we do for you guys. But to send you my nice. list. <laughs> hey, hey, man, I don't yeah, know That's for sure. Tom's going to go shopping. <laughs> yeah, he's going to go shopping. He knows Will's. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it, but you know, it's awesome. You know, now, now I'll, I'll, I'll bet true story. Go, you know, we'll, we'll do a little bit some reminiscing on this one. And uh, you know, the first time that I walked into uh, the shop, and you know, right behind the counter is Joey's personal collection, you know, which is definitely <laughs> not for sale, display only. <laughs> That's correct, but you know, but I, I I ended up being almost like Ralphie at the beginning of a Christmas story because I took three steps in, 
And lo and behold, I saw one thing back there that I had on my Christmas list when I was four years old that I had yet to acquire, and that was the Shogun Warriors Godzilla. Yeah. And I looked at it, and I was like, I said, oh, my God, is that the Shogun version? And and you said, yes. I'm like, I'll pay you in back rubs. (laughs) (laughs) Let me tell you something. It's still not for sale. It's been there for six years on that shelf. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but I love it. You know what? Yeah. It's just showing people that, hey, I take pride in our store. Not not everything is for sale. And you know what? At the end, you know what? We have a return customer that becomes a great friend of the store. So I look at everybody that walks through that store like myself as a collector. Not like a dollar bill, like how people look at it today. I look at you as a collector walking into a world of imagination. Like Will says, oh, we that, are the Willy Wonka. I said it with yeah. you. In my head, I was like, your imagination. In <laughs> my imagination. We are, we are the Willy Wonkas of our own world. That's how we tell I, people. I got I to gotta, I gotta tell you this, Joey. If you get uh-huh. a Gene Wilder, not Johnny Depp, Gene Wilder, Willy Wonka doll, please let me know. I will send it to know. you personally. I will send it to you personally. I'll say this is a gift from way back when. I, I will. I, that. Gene Wilder is hands down one of my favorite actors of all time. Okay. She actually has Willy Wonka hanging in her bedroom. I do. I do. I got I got pure imagination, Willy Wonka, pure imagination <laughs> poster. Wow. In my Yeah, and you know you know what was uh it was it was great. Um a good friend of ours, well he he was a lot older than me. Um but the family, they, the story behind this guy, he invented a wonder drug, marketed it, he made millions, sold the company for millions, invented another wonder drug, and he made millions off that, opened up another company, he sold it, he was VP of the company. The guy had money. <laughs> So uh, wow. the thing is, is guess who was his, who was his best friend? Gene Wilder. Gene Wilder. Oh yep. wow. Gene Wilder was his best friend, and uh, in fact, they were at Gilda. They were a part of Gilda and Gene Wilder's wedding. Oh wow. He was he was one of Gene Wilder's like guys. So it, one part day. Of the party. Um, his wife called me, called the house, and spoke to my mom and said, "We, Francie's got to see us tomorrow. Please bring Francie to us tomorrow. And mom's like, okay, okay. And I, I went to go see Hiram, and he goes, so, Francie, um, I, I wasn't uh, here all week because I was in France. And I'm like, oh, okay. And I was playing tennis with Gene Wilder. And I'm like, what? (laughs) And he goes, and uh, Gene Wilder wanted me to give you this. And it was an autograph at the hotel that they were staying at. It was an autograph from Gene Wilder. And I was like, what? I was like, so he knows who I am now? He goes, dude, I'm always talking about you with Gene Wilder. Wow. I never got to, yeah, but 
Yeah, he, he, he brought that all the way from France. So, yeah, anything Gene Wilder, man. I love Gene Wilder. All right, Wilder. I'll take a look at it. I'll, I'll start looking for you, and I'll plan that out, and I'll, I'll let Will know, and then we can take it from there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. To get a Willy Wonka Gene Wilder doll, man, that would be, like, the greatest thing ever. Well, you well, got give, it. Give, I'll start. That's my next hunt right now, looking for a yeah. Gene Wilder. I need the information on Gene Wilder. I was really I was really sad when he passed away. In fact I, I did yeah. message Hiram. I was like, you know, I, I heard about that and he was like, Yeah, man, that 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 was brutal. Yeah, he so, was. He was a great actor. I, I loved him in not only in Willy Wonka, but he was a fantastic role in Sir Crazy with Richard Pryor. I'm a big Richard Pryor fan, so I love uh, oh, Richard yeah. Pryor, Gene Wilder, man. Oh, you know that, right there. I know a lot of people are saying, when I tell people my all-time favorite movie, they're like, really? Of all the movies in the world, my all-time, hands-down favorite movie in the world is See No Evil, Hear No Evil. Ah! Oh, that's classic. I love that movie. I I laugh all the time. Montreal! No! <laughs> I love those. Those two two actors were great of their time, and you know, it's it, it, you know it, it portrays a sad note too. You know, how, you know, Gene Wilder never remarried. His love of his life passed on years beyond. Yeah. You know? you know, I think it was yeah. oh, Ratner, right? Gilda Ratner, wasn't it? Yeah. It was. Yeah, that was Gilda. Yeah. Yeah. So that yeah. was the love of her life, and you know, the story on that was really sad. You know, he took care of her as much as he can. You know. Yeah. It's a great, yeah, it's a great they story. Did, they did a uh, 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 a remi- a movie of her life, and, you know, she was feeling sorry for herself, and Gene Wilder was at her bed, and he's like, why do you want to die? Why are you giving up? You know? And it's just like, oh, my gosh. He's just, like, crying. Why are you giving up? Yeah. She wanted him to live. She wanted him to live and say, move on. You need to move on, you know? It's a sad yeah. story, but you know what? He was always by her side. So you look at it, that's the love, yep. you know, yep. love and let go is very hard, you know. So, But I, I appreciate all that stuff, you know, and you contribute what listening to other people, and they love, like you are a Gene Wilder fan, you love his memorabilia. So I look at that as well. So that's the benefit. That brings us unite as a collector to a collector. So that's the difference that we're trying to show people in the business today. Stop with always making home runs on the buck, you know, it's not always about the money. It's about repeating your customers to come back. So making sure your customer feel comfortable to come back. I'd rather have a customer not buy from me and enjoy the store and see them again. You get it? Well, that yeah. Wow. That is a difference from a, a, a personal collector to a personal that empowers their store and uses it in a different way, meaning – I take pride in my store, and I take pride in people that walk in and enjoy it. That's it. And, and I mean, awesome. you know, and I think you, you could probably sum it up with the best example, which is Henry, which is so he, he's just, uh, he's one of the retirees that lives in the uh, retirement community across the street from the plaza. And this gentleman will, you know, this gentleman will actually uh, push his electric wheelchair across the street 
just to come over and say hi to everybody. And that is correct. Uh, and we should have respect an hour. Six years was. Yeah. Wow. That's the so now you guys know. So if you're ever ta- if you're ever in Margate, Florida, and you guys want to come to a crazy one stop shop, come visit down Dude, way back so when. I guarantee it. So, but I, I I do that little kid in the candy store. Are you guys there? Okay, yeah. I heard a click. Oh, oh yeah. thank goodness. Sometimes yep, we're here. I, I'd be that I'd be that little kid in the candy store that's like, I want to touch it. Touch yeah, it. you can touch, touch it. That's the benefit. You can touch yeah. it. It's not hidden behind oh, a glass. Yeah. You can actually touch the stuff. Wow. Ah! Yeah. You can even play you can even play, uh, yeah. can even uh, play Mike Tyson's punch out too. <laughs> Well, I remember that. Oh my gosh! The, 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 oh, that was a great Nintendo game. Oh, I, 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 I played that. I played that. I never won, but I I tried. Well, you know that's what you want to do. You want to try, have fun. So listen, just imagine, and you have a lot of viewers that are on your show that comes in. Just remember, you know what? Network. It's all about networking. Everybody could do it. Everybody could have fun networking, networking, and that's how we do it here. Yeah, it's no oh, longer exactly. location, location, location. It's networking, networking, networking. That's exactly. correct. So guess what? Oh, well. So remember, if you ever want, visit us on Instagram, WBW Antiques on Instagram. Check us out. You will not be disappointed. I guarantee you won't be disappointed. And we always love to what? Have fun. That's the whole positive reaction. Let's have yeah. fun and enjoy oh, what yeah. we do. Yeah, so is that, well, that will be cut off. Uh, is there more websites? I know you're on Facebook. I'm on Facebook. Uh, you can hit way back when. Um, you can also hit Instagram. We do crazy. We do crazy uh, <laughs> TikTok videos <laughs> with the guys. Um, but nice. if also, if you want, you want to check out Appetite for Collectibles. That is our yep, our, 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 our poor plywood with Nilda. You'll see who she is. She's fantastic. So if there's any women collectors out there that they they're hiding, don't hide anymore. Embrace it. Enjoy it. Show your collection. Let's have fun. <laughs> nice. Nice. But you know what? I had a fantastic time on your show. Um, and I have to go pick up one more one of my kids. <laughs> they're late over here. Yeah. But I yeah, love we're, it. We're, I thank you guys. Yeah, well, and in fact, uh, we, we talked about this, our, our Christmas special. You need to call in for our Christmas special. I will definitely, definitely contact you guys for a Christmas special. And I thank you, Will, for introducing me to these guys over here. And um, my, to all your fan base out there, our I love it. I love it when people can communicate and have fun and talk about the craziness of what they do. Hey, Joey, I will tell you this. Out of thousands uh-huh. of shows that's going live on Blog Talk Radio right now, we're number right. four in popularity. Oh, that's awesome. Congratulations. I know. <laughs> there you go. Congratulations. Number four. Well, let's, it's, go, it's, let's get her up to number also, one. It's, <laughs> it's also because of you. I mean, people You'll are tuning cool. in for you. People are still well, tuning so in to much. listen to you. So. Yeah. Well, listen, yeah, I, I, I thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you guys. You guys have, have a great evening. In. Will, have fun. Francis, have fun. Everybody have fun. Good and remember, you. enjoy what you do. Remember that. Exactly. Enjoy what you do. Oh, yeah. And All right, enjoy guys, what have you a great got. evening. 
Thank you. All right. Thank, Thank you. Bye. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, that was fun. Well, the, that was fun. Yeah. He's great. He's 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 great. I can I can see why his business is doing as well as it is. And well, honestly, now, now yeah, got, check, out, check out check out check out his Yelp should. reviews. Yeah, yeah check out his Yelp sometime. reviews, man. Oh. Yeah, that, that, yeah. Not only should we have him back, but I think uh, maybe Francie and Nick need to uh, fly down to Florida and set up a little tent here at one of the events. So. <laughs> A little flat that would, that would be awesome. Trip. Problem is, we got cats, and our cats are, you know, oh, a little challenging. Yeah, <laughs> little Miss Kitty. If I'm not out there, she demands her kitty treats every four hours. <clears throat> every four hours, I she knows when four hours is up, and she wants her treats at that time. She waits at the door. You know, it, it's the you know, it's the feline version of better off dead. You know, she wants her two dollars. <laughs> two dollars. I love better off dead. We, we, I found the VHS copy at the thrift store. Better off dead. I was like, Nick, it's ninety nine cents. He's like, what is this movie? I made him watch it because we we still have VCR. You like it? He loves it. Good. <laughs> Nick. Got He's still on. Go, yeah, I'm here. I've been listening the whole yeah, time. Yeah, we, just, we were uh, talking about better off dead. Two dollars. Remember, we uh, we found that at the thrift store, and I was like, Nick, we gotta buy this movie. It's ninety nine cents. It's one of my favorite movies. John Cusack is such a good Did actor. Did you just say that I'm better off dead for two dollars? No, we found better off dead. Remember the guys, the paper boy, two dollars, two dollars. The paper boy. What are you talking? Yeah. What are you on? Did you grab something? I'm on like Francie and friends. I'm on. I'm on Francie and friends. That's what I'm on. Oh, that's why I'm on the phone and talking to all of you. Yes, yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> Welcome to the party, Welcome. pal. <laughs> yeah, well, no, I've been like you know doing my business. I know, I know, uh, I know. I just now, as we're talking, I just released Fred Weehy's uh, special anniversary edition of Holiday Madness on hardcover, and then I'm just going to make an announcement right here in a minute about his new book, Fright House. And then I'm going to make an announcement about the price of fear in special hardcover. Holiday Madness is Black Bedsheet's first uh, ever hardcover. Nice. I've published books in hardcover in the past, but it's just my stuff back in the day. But uh, now that Amazon has opened up to hardcovers, I've been like, you know, uh, just yeah, a little at a time, just going, okay, okay, uh, it's Christmas, so Holiday Madness sounds like a good idea. Price of Fear, which is one of our biggest sellers ever, deserves to be a hardcover. Next is probably going to be my own Halloween 4 uh, special hardcover. Oh. 
for a little while too because that 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 should make some money to pay bills um and uh and then next year we probably might put some uh, special hardcovers up uh i might even like pick one of yours toms <laughs> there you oh, go oh. tom tom so yeah i have That'd be to nice. be, be uh, 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 uh you know uh um with the horror classics no, like Frankenstein, Dracula, and stuff that we're putting out, uh, that that stuff um, doesn't really require new ISBNs. But um, I, I've got like a, a bunch of ISBNs for brand new authors coming out next year and so forth. But they do cost money. Uh, when they run out, I got to pay another five hundred bucks to to the ISBN my identifiers people. So um, I have to be very careful with like hardcovers, because you know, you know, yeah, they require like the ISBNs that are already waiting for stuff. Okay. Uh, we so, are, no, I mean, we are, yeah, we are hopefully that be- that makes sense. But um, I, I uh, I'm probably gonna choose like maybe a couple next year. To put out of uh, uh, original editions from somebody, so I'm I'm actually now that I'm talking about it though, uh, Tom Sawyer, uh, you've been with me for a while, so it'll I, probably I, be like um, one of your like earlier ones, and Patrick uh, James Ryan, I'm thinking, because cool. uh, his uh, the night it came out like really made a bunch of money. Um, when it came out too, so probably both. Uh, you know, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm flattered. Thank you. I've been thinking about it for I a while, it. so I'm just saying it. But I have to be. Um, uh, I can't like just put every black bed sheet book out in the hardcover because it it'll cost me a ton of money to do that. But um, you know, here and there, and as Amazon opens up to like uh, more. Because they never used to with hardcover until like six months ago, so maybe they'll like uh, you know open up, or um, ideally, we make enough money that I can hire private printers. <laughs> hey! Hey! Yeah. In order to bigger and better things, man. But right now, that's the way it's going. So yeah. So. And then the the, the business of audiobooks which I'm exploring more. Oh, and uh, the audiobook guy that I signed on with about a year and a half ago that used to herald uh, uh, Clive Barker's um, uh, production company. Uh, he, I mean, God bless him. He, he wrote to me and he told me he's going through family problems um, and, and a few things here and there. Uh, so that just didn't work out for us like I thought it would. I signed like several contracts with them for our books, and nothing has happened at all. So, um, but uh, Chuck Chapman has told me that um, he's uh, preparing one of his book in his in a recording studio that he has. And I'm thinking about uh, maybe like getting him to do more or you know, like kind of contributing to like maybe a, like a grassroots kind of audio book 
thing that we can do without like okay. uh, going to outside sources, paying fees, and okay, so we'll, Nick, we'll Nick. figure all that out. I, I, I'm elaborating. <laughs> I could go on for a long time about it. I know, but I know. Anyway, and we're yeah. about to we're we're about to be cut off, and I don't want you to be cut off on mid sentence. Uh, as I used to think that the uh, Louis B. Armstrong, uh, what a wonderful world! I used to think that he says the dogs say good night instead yeah. of the dark sacred night. I always thought it was the dog say goodnight. Here it is. Bride and groom? Sorry, 
sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.